Welcome into episode 29. Missed you last week because of the holiday. It's uh, episode 29 of Hometown Threads on 14 WILI, 95.3 FM, and Willimantic Today Facebook. Of course, brought to you by Liberty Bank. Be community kind with three great local locations. West Main Street, Willimantic. My wife is the manager down there at the Gateway Commons branch, Marianne Gargoni. We've got Angela Smart across the street at 679 Main Street, Willimantic. And uh, the great branch up the road at Route 195, the Mansfield branch, Liberty Bank, B community kind. J. Matt Rupar, if you wouldn't mind, say hello to the fine folks. Hello. Uh, Hometown Threads airs every Tuesday, 5.05 to 5.30 on 14 WILI and 95.3 FM. And of course, on Willimantic Today Facebook. And uh, we bring in uh, longtime business owners, bring in uh, big names from the community, uh, names that people know and recognize faces as well, and we get their story, and uh, my special guest here for episode 29, we all know Annie Clark, and uh, of course her mother is uh, Boombox Parade fame, we'll get to that, but Annie's got a lot of stories, and this is one show where I wish it could go an hour, but it's only 25 minutes. Annie, it's a pleasure to have you in here on uh, Hometown Threads. Thank you. Thanks for coming in. I know you are just recently on Wayne's show, but you're also in here with three other people. And uh, now that we've come off the 38th annual Boombox Parade, hard to believe the fourth is behind us. Uh, hey, 2023, slow down a bit. Yeah. Um, let's let's get this out of the way first. Thoughts on the 38th annual Boombox Parade? You, I take it you were there, right? I was there. I'm. I was marching with um, the library's contingent, which I was thrilled because the library doesn't usually have a contingent, and so I was very very happy that we have new local people working at the library and they were willing to come and do stuff with the parade. So that was great. Very exciting stuff. Of course, Annie's been a part of the Willimantic Library for how many years now? 28 years. 28 years. And you're telling me this is the first time they've had a float in the parade? Uh, the library, yeah. Well, we had a lot of employees that lived far away okay. that had other family things, other places. But now... Um, um, our children's librarian, Frances McGrath, from the McGrath family locally. She lives right here in town. And um, so she spearheaded um, getting a contingent going. And um, Grace, um, our adult librarian, lives in, I think, Coventry or somewhere close by. And she drove the book bike um, and... The book bike. Yes, we have a we have a tricycle, like um like they like the ice cream sellers have with the two wheels and a box in the front. Wow! And uh, it's our bookmobile. See the stuff I miss because I'm in the front of the parade with the radio station. I, 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 yeah. So tell us a little more about this. Were you guys? What part of the parade were you in? Was it the middle or? Yeah, pretty much the middle. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, and we had puppets because um, we're. We're doing Read Through the Rainforest for the library this summer nice. um, for both adults and children. And um, we had a lot of jungle puppets, and I had a praying mantis, and I had so much fun. Um, I have COPD and didn't think I was going to make it through the parade um, with that kind of humidity. Yeah. And my plan was to stop halfway and watch the rest of the parade, and I was having so much fun with that puppet oh. that I just forgot myself and found myself at the end of the parade. You did it. So, <laughs> <laughs> How many people, how, how big was the contingent again with the Willamette um, Public Library? We had, we had um, 
employees. We had volunteers um, from Horizons. Sure. um, And we had parents and we had children. We had three little kids that were like preschool. Really? And they made it through the whole parade. I was so proud of them. So let's go back for people who uh, may not know. I know the story's been told many, many times, especially with Wayno. Wayno and your mom, uh, and your mom probably is more responsible for the uh, start of the Boombox Parade back in 1986. Yeah. Let's hear the story from you. I know some people that may have missed Wayne's show. Not too many people miss Wayne's show. But um, let's hear the story about... Well, my mother and my father were both in the drum corps when they were kids. And they love a parade. And my mom was really upset that there wasn't a marching band at the high school at the time. And so she wanted to protest by having a boombox parade. And she wanted to do it for Memorial Day. And that was too soon. She came up with the idea too close to Memorial Day. So they did it for 4th of July instead. So she came to Wayne, right? She did come to Wayne. She taped, um, she taped all these songs herself. Um, I think that's when she had a radio show at Eastern. I didn't know and, this either. Your mom had a show at WECS. Huh? Yeah, wow. yeah. So I think she used, and this is just only my extrapolation, but I think she used their equipment to make really good tapes. I can't picture her doing it at home. Um, like mixtapes, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> she had all these old records, and she, she um, made a mixtape for the boombox parade so she went to wayne and and then uh after the memorial day thing obviously was too close couldn't happen too soon rather yeah they they said well let's kick this around for july 4th and then they made it work with uh and the rest is history 1986 right yep that's my understanding that's how it started so annie's mom kathy clark the late and great kathy clark along with wayne that's how the whole boombox parade started uh 38 years ago and now we're already thinking about uh, number 39 and we're doing our part to uh, every year try and make sure there's more boom boxes and radios uh, in the parade and uh, to be continued. We're, we're already thinking about next year. We're very excited. Yeah. So now. I'll uh, tell you, if there's anybody that knows how to fix old radios, I still have mom's first and second radio, um, but they're not working anymore. Ooh, okay. Well, that's something we could, uh, could get in touch with me on Facebook. Okay. If you want to, uh, if you can help out uh, Annie with that little request, you can reach out to her on Facebook, Annie Clark, uh, as I did to get you on the show. Because I'm like, you just on Wayne's show. I said, I got to get Annie Clark on, on Hometown Threads. And it's uh, Keith C. Rice. A pleasure to have her. Uh, a pleasure to have Annie in here for episode 29, brought to you by Liberty Bank. Be community kind. Now let's get the Annie Clark story. We all, we, we've heard <laughs> a lot about your mom and the great things she's done. And let's take us back to Annie growing up here in Willimantic, Connecticut? Well, I didn't grow up here in Willimantic. Um, I grew up all over the world, um, started out in Simsbury, and then my parents immigrated, five of us, to Australia. Australia. And we lived in Australia, in the outback, and, um, and in Perth um, for about a year. And then... We drove the VW microbus that my dad had bought. Um, we drove it across the desert in the summertime. And what year is this? 66. So you went from Simsbury, Connecticut to Australia? Yes. Okay. We drove it across the Nullarbor, um, five kids, 
two two full-grown men um my dad's friend from work came with us and um and a pregnant woman my mom was had my sister kate on board and it was hot and it was long and and how old were you i was six six and and you remember this yeah that's impressive very impressive (laughs) wow i guess australia you gotta remember they have they have the um gas stations and oasises are exactly a tank of gas apart and there's nothing in between. It was pretty boring for a little kid. Okay, um, yeah, because you're obviously really young. You're in Australia, on uh, another continent. Yeah. And and you spent now uh, you spent like a year there. Yeah. And it wasn't that enjoyable for someone like you who was well, six, right? Well, I was cut from the herd. I was the only person in my family going to school, so I had to do stuff on my own. Uh, and the accents were basically a foreign language to me. And I never really felt like I knew what the hell was going on. Yeah. So it was stressful. Like, um, yeah. And so I remember it <laughs> because it was stressful. <laughs> so now uh, when you when you guys got to Australia, you didn't did you you didn't uh, your parents didn't know, OK, we're only going to be here for a year. No, they 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 planned on being adventurers and okay. pioneers. Um, but my mom didn't do so well. She was at. We had a wood stove. We had a bathroom that was a bathroom. We had an outhouse. Um, we had enough electricity off the generator that was there for the farming um, wow. to run one light bulb. And we were out in the outback in the old days. So she was pioneer girl. Um, wow. And I... Just, I don't know how she put up with Pop for getting her into it. This is all your father's idea. Yeah. Yeah, he's the man of adventure. And she just would follow him, man. You know, she'd be like, well, okay, let's do this. So get this show on the road, her famous words. Oh, okay. Always get get this show on the road. Did she say that for the boombox parade in the beginning? I'm sure she I probably think, I, did. I think she, Wayne would know. Um, so okay, so you, now what happens? Uh, you're in Australia for you said it was about a year, and then what yeah. happens after that? Well, mom, mom's health wasn't so great, and uh, then my little brother got really sick, um, and we were poor as church mice because we didn't. My dad was a mailman here in in, in Connecticut and had his uh, Navy seniority along with his seniority from working at the post office. So he made enough money to be the one job of the family. Um, But in Australia, he was just a laborer. And uh, he just, he couldn't keep up with everything. Um, So one day, your parents... He was working at the sheep and wheat ranch and then left that because the rancher owned the ranch was basically a psycho. And it got scary, and so we moved into Perth, and Dad was working construction. What's Perth? Perth is um, the capital of Western Australia. Oh, okay, gotcha. Um, and so um, we moved into Perth, and Dad worked construction, but he he just couldn't bring in the kind of money that was required of us with five kids. So it was time to move on. Yep. And then what happened after Perth? So um, we took the microbus and we drove across the Nullarbor and we drove to Sydney, took everything that was on the roof rack on the top, took the kids out, put the stuff on the roof rack in, and uh, 
loaded the whole thing onto a ship, went across the Pacific, went to New Zealand, Fiji, oh, uh, two islands my, in Hawaii, oh my God. and landed in Vancouver, and uh, took the the VW off the boat, put it on the. I can still see them putting it down on the on the wharf. Uh, put everything back up on the roof rack, loaded up all the kids, took off. We How had many to kids go. at the time again? We were five and a half. Mom was pregnant. Uh, you were the oldest. Yes. You are the oldest, yeah. 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 There's wow. Annie, Mary, Johnny, Marty, Joe, Katie. <laughs> wow. Okay. I got it. <laughs> all right. So, so you, uh, you're in Vancouver now? Yeah. We were in Vancouver for a day. You for know. a day? Yeah. We took off and driving, went to Seattle, spent the night in Seattle with my dad's cousin (laughs) where it snowed. It snowed when we were in Ireland on the way over to people freaking out over snow was sort of like a theme of that big trip (laughs) uh, because it doesn't usually snow in southern Ireland. And it didn't usually snow in in Seattle back then. And people were freaking out. but we drove down the entire West Coast to get around the Rockies right. because that poor old bus loaded up with all of us and everything we owned was not going to make it My God. on the Rockies. So we drove all the way down to San Diego, went to Marineland, uh, which was probably big on their pocket. But Now you're seven or eight at this point? I was, I was still six. I didn't, st- oh, this seven? is all within that year. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. Um, Went to Marineland and saw Little Surfing Annie, the dog, who gets pulled by dolphins. And uh, so Annie saw Annie. Yes, they had oh. a they had a trailer in the movie theater on the ship, uh, and it featured Little Surfing Annie. And we, no matter what movie we went to see, we saw about Marine World, Marine Land. Did you and ever? So sorry, side note. Did you ever like Little Orphan Annie, the movie, or the? Nah, I'm then? not a big fan uh, of it. <laughs> the sun will come out. Sorry. So, so anyway, okay. So then you're on the West Coast. Yeah. So then we drove across the U.S. and we left um, New York City to start out with um, around Thanksgiving of 65 um, and we got back to Connecticut in February of 67. Okay, so all within that two-year span. Yep. You did Australia, the west coast of the United States, yeah. and back to New York City. Yeah, did you, a, no, you year, said a year and a quarter. Thanksgiving of 65, did you swing around? Were you there for the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? No. I don't know. Was that going on then? I don't know if it was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> you know, been your around family a long likes time. parades. Yes. Your family knows parades. Yeah. Yeah. No, we didn't. We left after Thanksgiving. Okay. But... So, New York City back to Connecticut. Yeah. Or, yeah. Okay. So, was it back to Simsbury or how yeah. did you end up in yeah. the Atlantic? Um, my, uncle, my uncle was um, working at UConn and had a house here in Willimantic, which two apartments. And my dad got fed up with being a mailman in Florida. Um, oh, that's right. I, you were it was Florida. Yeah, we moved to Florida in '69. Okay, so Florida before Willimantic. Yeah. Florida in '69. Yeah. Your dad's still a mailman. Yep. And then how long were you in Florida? Um, they moved up here in '79, so we were there oh, so for about there, ten years. Oh, about ten years. Okay. Yeah. Now, yeah. from Florida to Willimantic, or was it Simsbury again? No, no. He went to Willimantic. Um, my uncle said he had a landing place th- with the house he had bought. So um, the family moved up here. Dad wanted to get closer to his parents. 
Um, they were getting older. He was starting to feel this mid-40s, midlife thing where he wanted to be around his family. And um, and he was tired of dealing with some of the stuff that he had dealt with in Florida. He, he was a union leader, and he got burnt out. So in 1979 or 80, the family lays down roots in Willimantic. Yeah. Okay. And how does, uh, and how old are you at this point? So you must have been like. I, in 80, I was 20. That's a 20. So you're already a 20 year old. Yeah. How do you feel when you first, this is your first taste of Willimantic. You're a 20 year old. Well, how are you uh, I didn't move up here because I was married. They moved here in 79, and I moved to Atlanta with my husband. Oh, so you, okay, you didn't even come back to Willimantic. You no. Just, you were in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. And then when my marriage dissolved and I found out I was pregnant, I decided to come find my mom. <laughs> and you and your mom kind of, I know you said you've always had a tight relationship with your family. Did, yeah. Um, you said come find your mom. Did you and your mom kind of... Uh, uh, Joyce remained close, even though you were in Atlanta, or what? Yeah, yeah. Me and my mom were always close. My dad was a little had mixed feelings about my marriage, oh. um, and so things were kind of weird between us. Um, but you're always pretty close with your mom. Yeah. You have your baby, and you want to reconnect. Yeah. With your family up here. Yeah. So 1980. Yeah. 1988, I marched in boombox parade, big and pregnant. Wow. So let's see. That was the second boombox parade. You were pregnant in the second annual boombox parade. Wow. And yeah. what was your first impression while you're pregnant? How, how long how, how long, long were you? Um, well, my son was born in October. Okay, so, so you were you're halfway there. Halfway there. <laughs> and what, what was it like marching pregnant? I were walked, you with your mom? I was walked she in with the parade? my mom. Okay. Yeah, I walked with my mom. And so. it was still getting national exposure back then, as it still kind of oh, yeah. does today. The first time I heard about the Boombox Parade, I walked into my diner, my local diner in Atlanta, where my friends ran the place. And I walked in um, and sat down and was waiting on my breakfast. And I was looking at the Atlanta paper and read the front page. And I opened the, the, the paper up. And on the second page, right next to an article about Michael Jackson, was a article about my mother having a boombox parade which was the first i had heard of it i heard you tell it on wayne's show and i was and like, I was like <laughs> it was just made me blink my eyes real loud i was like what am i looking at how did my mom get in the paper you yeah. know and uh, so there was a little bit of um scolding on my part towards her about not letting me know what she's up to yeah well i would have so, done the same thing she just didn't think it was that big a deal uh, I never got a chance to meet your mom in person. Um, I know she probably knows my father, Colin, and, the, and obviously she, you know, she knows Wayne and um, uh, with the boombox parade and all that. And uh, I think it's more your mom than Wayne as far as controlling the weather. And I'll use this year as example. I mean, let's let's face it. For most of these 38 years, the weather's been pretty good. How about this year, where it was pouring, including a downpour an hour before the parade? All of a sudden, the skies clear out. And, and I, I go, oh, my God. Not only did they clear out, but it was still dark as pitch over Lebanon and over Mansfield. And there just was a circle right over us. You see that? That's yep. goosebumps. Yep. That is, that's because uh, I'm, I'm convinced your mom, I know Wayne says, I like to control the weather. Wayne, Wayne loves his weather, but I think your mom is playing a part from upstairs. And, uh, yeah, cleared out. It was beautiful. Uh, did you see me on the front page of the Hartford Current, by the mm -hmm. way? <laughs> I, 
I don't know, right place at the right time. But um, it still gets a lot of coverage, we're saying. And oh, yeah. I mean, the big major news outlets are still coming in left and right for this thing. Yeah. It's because it's, it's so unique. But, yeah. All right, we have about five minutes left with Annie Clark, who's still with the Willimantic Public Library for years. We have so many other stories. I mean, that's one time I wish the show could go an hour. Uh, it's great to have her here on um, Hometown Threads on WILI and Willimantic Today. So tell us your involvement still with the Willimantic Public Library today and what you got going on. Well, um, I'm just coming off vacation, which was really nice. I always take vacation for the 4th of July. Um, and I'm going back to the program, which is Read Through the Rainforest. And um, we started decorating for this in St. Patrick's Day. For St. Patrick's Day, we put up the green leaves. She's still wearing green, too. <laughs> um, and then... Um, for April showers, we put up rainforest clouds and raindrops. And um, for May flowers, we added flowers to our jungle. Now we have sloths and monkeys and wow. things hanging from all these streamers of um, stuff that we have decorating the library. Um, so that's been fun. We've been working up to it for a long time. Um, we have prizes um for the kids for the summer reading game which it's designed <clears throat> excuse me it's designed so that you don't have to be a reader if you have trouble reading or if you're still too young she's taking a drink of water for you yeah uh, sorry people in radio land um, what they... if, if you're too young to read or you have difficulties or maybe you don't have access to books in the language that you know how to read. Um, you could still play the game because there's all sorts of other components of summer fun that you can get credit for. If you go to the beach, you Lots get credit. Lots going on there, huh? Yeah. Um, there, if you do recycling and composting, you get credit. There's all sorts of things that you can get credit for. And if you do enough of these things, you win a raffle ticket, which you can buy for stuffed animals and um, recycled plastic toys. Wow, do you come up with all these toys. ideas? No, a lot of this is Francis and my coworkers, Lisa and Dylan. But you kind of had it up and all that? Yeah, Um. no. I'm the low guy on the totem pole. I am. What do you mean, really? I am, yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, but that's okay. Um, I have a lot of fun. Well, at you the play library. a special part, and uh, the, I can't say enough. The Willimantic Public Library was uh, important in my life growing up. It's been there, same place that is on Main Street. It's been when I grew up, and it's just a, it's an important place in this town. Well, we really had is. a big renovation a few years back. That's and right. It's shiny and new. Um, and we've been encouraging adults to come in for the summer reading thing, too, because, one, it's important to model to your kids reading. Um, don't just read to them. Read in front of them. Mm -hmm. um, and we have raffle tickets for people um, for checking out books and for signing up for it in the first place and for coming to a program. And um, we've been giving away... Um, gift certificates f from downtown um, folks. The first week wow. we gave away uh, tickets to the theater. Okay. Wyndham Theater and, Guild? Or? Yes. Okay. Um, um, and I'm not sure what the second week was, and then I've been on vacation. But there's, you know, a sample. Now, a couple questions. Did you get everything, by the way? Because I know you wanted yeah. to get it. Okay. 
first of all, when are you at the Willamette Public Library? If people want to stop in and say hello to Annie, because you're a very <laughs> special person. I work the last four hours of every day. So, so that's what? Like so that. it's either from 2 to 6 or 4 to 8. Excellent. And all the stuff, or some of the stuff you mentioned, if you want to get in contact or ask questions about what's going on at the Willamette Public Library, I know they can find you on Facebook, Annie Clark, but is there any other way, you know? Well, the library, the library has a Facebook page oh, that right. tells a lot of stuff going on, and you're always welcome to call the library. Um, um, I would quote the number, but nobody will remember it. That's right. Find it on social media, the Willimantic Public Library. Uh, before we wrap it up, uh, I usually like to ask my guests any closing thoughts from Annie Clark? Just that I love Willimantic. Um, it's been a shelter in the storm for me. And um, I'm I'm very proud of this town. I've watched, I've watched this town go from its first... When I moved here, the mills had just closed. And I used to say that um, it's it's pro, pro, produce from Willimantic was apathy, and I don't see that anymore. I see a great deal of wonderful things happening, along with the boombox parade. There's Third Thursday, and yeah. um, and the the uh, White Water Park and the farmers market is the oldest farmers farmers market in Connecticut. I'm just so proud. That's why Whitewater Park, yep. yeah. Saturdays, 8 to noon. And you're right, Main Street and Willimantic's coming alive again. And, um, you know, and well, you're a major part of it. And uh, you're a special person in this community. And it's been an honor to get Annie Clark here on Hometown Threads. Well, it's Thank been a you. pleasure to be so patted on the head. And your name and you, you know, all the stories. Goose, I still got goosebumps. Just thinking about, you know. The wonderful stories you shared and, of course, everything your mother's done. So uh, thank you, Amy Clark. Thank you. I am the daughter of Cupid and the Fossil. <laughs> fossil. I love it. Go on Facebook and I'll tell you the story. All right. <laughs> Annie Clark, our guest on episode 29 of Hometown Threads on 14 WILI and 95.3 FM. And Willimantic Today Facebook. That's Willimantic Today Facebook. See, I got Kathleen Kreider in my head, our previous guest. It's Willimantic. I always have a, I want to say Willimantic. Willimantic. Big thanks to J. Matt Rupar uh, behind the board. Thank you. Matt. And, uh, of course, our sponsor, Liberty Bank, Be Community Kind. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. And in the words of the great Roddy McCumber, bye for now, folks. Bye for now.